It's time for building the game. Building the game. With Jason and friends. Tabletop game design. The forever It's at the end of the episode. That's when it technically ends. Hello and welcome. What was that? Hello and welcome. Suddenly I'm goofy like, gosh, welcome. Um, I'm going to cut that probably. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. Maybe I won't. It's been a while since we've had a really messed up intro. So, uh, <laughs> hello and welcome to Building the Game, a documentary podcast. Today is Monday, May 29th, and you're listening to episode 574. As always, I'm your host, Jason. Now, considering this would have been a cooler episode for episode 575 because we've got a big announcement to make, and it would have been cooler if it had been episode 575, but we're going to just deal with it, uh, and I'm going to make this person feel awkward, but... <laughs> I'm welcoming once again to the show, Emily Vincent. Hello, Emily. Hello, Jason. Uh, but this time it's different uh, because this time you are back and you are officially one of the co-hosts of the podcast. Dun, da, da. Yes. Uh, a, 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 several of our listeners already know this because uh, they came to the meetup. Uh, so they've they've known about it for weeks. You know nothing. Um, <laughs> they've actually, because we're ahead, they've literally known about this for like a month and a half now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah uh but uh we're excited to have you uh as part of the show uh, a little back history for for possibly newer listeners you know there used to be seven of us at one point uh and kiri uh kiri bear who was one of our um one of our co-hosts from uh the lovely and dangerous land of australia uh she uh kind of stepped away from game design to do some different work uh, and we also had Fernando uh, Cunha from Brazil, uh, who also stepped away after moving to uh, Canada. Well, I don't know if you know this, but you're really honing in on a specific geographic area because Jamie and I live like three blocks from each other. <laughs> I know. That's that's super funny. And I did not know that when I met both of you. Uh, really, it feels like everyone uh, that I'm meeting now in the discord and our new hosts are just just getting uh funneled in from heather newton from Poterspiel. so <laughs> this is true uh but somehow heather honed in on uh boston uh so yeah yeah, I'm yeah. coming to you live from somerville right um, <laughs> right 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 and but really uh, glad to be here really glad yeah, to be i'm here. super i'm super happy to have you and uh yeah and you know one of the things with with um you know we try to focus on having newer game designers um, and, and the fact is that I think a lot of newer game designers, a large percentage of them, or at least a, a middling percentage of them, uh, don't decide to keep designing games mm. after a while, you know, um, uh, I've mentored a couple people, uh, that have just, you know, after, you know, ap- after a while been like, you know, I just, I was working on this one thing and it's just not my thing anymore. Um, and we've had some co-hosts, you know, that way as well. Uh, so you, I would like, listen, seven year contract. You can't stop designing. <laughs> I've signed in blood listeners. Like, right. absolutely. <laughs> but it's tricky, right? Because I mean, you know, as a new designer, um, or is anybody new to any hobby, right? Like you don't know what you're getting into when you, when you dive into this and, um, it's not always what we think it's going to be. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I've been doing this, we are actually like, think we are literally a year from when I started designing games it was May last year right right. Um, and when I just sort of had this crazy idea of like I'm gonna do this thing let's Mm -hmm. see how it goes uh and so yeah it's been a it's been kind of a wild ride uh and 
you know, I could see myself falling in love with it and wanting to pursue it. Mm -hmm. And I can also, you know, I've, I've already had those moments where you just like hit a wall and you're just like, what am I even doing? Maybe right, I should just right. go like take a walk. Right. Um, and, mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, find another hobby. I'll start knitting. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I like to mow the lawn when that happens. I just go, <laughs> I have a riding lawnmower. It's really, I just go sit on it and just drive in circles and it helps me think about stuff. I was going to make a joke about going to touch grass, but like, I'm not entirely sure that I fully understand that because I'm too old for it. So I'm like, is it okay if I say I'm going to go touch grass or like, I don't, is that a reference I'm missing? Oh, this is like a, like a Gen Z tells boomers to go touch grass when they're like getting all wound up about stuff. It's like, go outside and touch some grass and like, oh, calm down. Oh. I want to be clear that I'm not a boomer. Uh, <laughs> Nor but, am I. Uh, no, no. Nor am I I'm Gen a, Z though. So. Yeah, no, I'm a, I am a borderline, I'm a zennial, I guess is the term. It's like mm -hmm. a borderline, I'm the last year you could be Gen X and and okay. still be Gen X. And then yeah. the next year was, was millennial. And I, I find that I identify pretty like heavily with both. Like yeah. I love technology, but I hate the man, you know, like, and that's like, that is, that is pretty much quintessential zennial, I think, you know, yeah. embrace the technology, but just, just hate people in charge of things. Cause they're probably bad. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm an elder millennial. So I'm, I'm right there. I'm right, right oh, there yeah, with we're you very close a couple, to that. Yeah. couple years later. Right. Uh, so yeah. Gen Z, like Gen Z has the most interesting like trajectory, like for us, right? Like, I mean, they literally like lived in this like new brave new world, right? That mm -hmm. like that they've only known. And that is like, I know the struggles that we've had, like as like, you know, the late Gen X and, you know, elder millennials, like that, like growing up without technology and it becoming more technology and all these things. Right. And and, you know, like Gen Z just, they just dropped right into it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they were here yeah. and uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. And, you know, you've got like at least a whole big generation of boomers and a lot of them don't want to embrace those changes or those things, um, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a complicated time is what it is. Yeah. I like it. I like the spirit. I like, I feel like keeps me fresh. I like to keep in touch and, and be right. like, I get challenged. I like to be challenged. Right, right? right. And so I'm not, I'm not yet in a place where I'm like, get off my lawn. Um, right. Right. But you're like, go touch grass. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, and then I'm like, did I use that? Right. I don't know that I used that. Right. I feel a little right. self-conscious. Right. So every once in a while I'll think I'm cool. And I use like some like, like term that I think is like hip. It's probably like five years ago. And then like my kids are like, what does that mean? Because they're young enough that they don't know. And then I go to explain it. I'm like, mm, I could be messing this kid up. Yeah. I don't know if I'm using the right term to explain what this silly phrase means. Like, I don't know, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it's it is, uh, it, it's tough, tough getting older and not uh, understanding the things that the kids are doing. Cause I, it's weird. Like, I don't like, I don't know about you, but like when I like am hanging out with a group of people, I always feel like I identify with the people that are like, you know, in their early thirties. Yeah. I do the yes. people that are my age. Yeah. Like, mid forties. I'm like, who are these old people? Like, <laughs> Oh, there's my people. Like, Hey, what's up kids? What's up fellow, uh, 20, 30s something. And they're like, you're old, get out of here, go touch grass. You know, like, so. I feel like I'm still an up and comer. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of like the man, right. I like, I'm a manager at work. So right. Like, yeah. I, you yeah. know, 
I went through yeah. that too. And that is, that is a weird feeling, right? When you're like, oh, I have the answers. Like I'm in charge. Ooh, that can't be right. <laughs> I had a moment tonight. I was just like with my wife, we were just chatting in the kitchen and as she was chatting. I got distracted because I was looking at our kitchen cabinets and they're super nice. Like I really like them. Like they were like these plain cabinets and it was really expensive to redo the whole thing. So we had a carpenter friend of ours, like, like break out the center boards and like replace them with this frosted glass. And it was like mm-hmm. incredibly well-priced, like compared to like redoing your cabinets. And it looks really nice. And I'm, I'm really happy with it. But I was like this, we own this house. That's so stupid. Like how do we own a house? Like that's something my parents don't, don't call me Mr. Own a house. My dad's Mr. Own a house. So, you know, like it's just really weird. Like when you like stuff like that, I don't, I don't, it's weird. Yeah. So, so, so I will actually say, right. I feel like, as as someone who has joined the game design community in the last year, uh-huh. right? Uh, I wasn't on Discord a year ago, and yeah, yeah. I have spent the last year trying to figure out how to be present and responsive on something that like it's like sort of constantly coming. And you know, I've gone through that. I was I was on Facebook in two thousand four, like back when like Facebook was first a wow. thing. You're way, right? Yeah, you were way ahead of me. It I took was, me a while. I was old. I was, I was, I was in Boston when it was starting. Right. right? And so oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but then, you know, like that, I never really got big into Facebook and then like, I was on Twitter for a hot second. I have one tweet from 2012 and then like a second tweet where I was like yelling at an airline for bad service or something like that, that I later deleted because they responded to my, oh, it was Lowe's. I was yelling at Lowe's. Um, and and but I never really took to Twitter, and I've done Instagram for the past, I don't know, maybe like five years. I, I don't know, and right? Then, and I'm then like, some jerk like Elizabeth Hargrave tweets and mentions you, and now you have to care about <laughs> Twitter again. <laughs> but like, like when I was at Unpub, so I was talking to someone who does social media, and they're like, "You should also get on TikTok." And I was like, "I have yeah. been." Mm. Oh, Discord mm. was like real hard mm. for me, nope. and then Twitter is like even harder. And I don't know, I've got a blog, but I don't think anyone cares about blogs because I'm pretty sure blogs right. are like super 2002. And like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And how I, does social media. I love TikTok. I think it's super great. And when, if somebody was like, you need to, I actually had a business person was like a business coach I was working with uh, when I was doing some coaching stuff was like, hey, like you should really get on TikTok. What's your TikTok strategy? And I was like, it's not like I watch funny <laughs> videos on it. That's what my strategy is. Like, I have nothing to add to that conversation. Like, oh, it's really good for your business to be on. Like, it's not though. Like, it's just, I refuse to believe that it's like some, some jerk on TikTok, like check out my business. That's that. I don't feel like that's useful. Like, you know, like I don't want to go there to sell something. Um, yeah. I, w- I would want to make humorous content. But. Discord, Discord. I'm with you. Discord is tough. Like I am in like 10 servers and every single one of them is muted except for the building a game server, because that is all I can handle. Uh, and I so many times have great responses to conversations and don't ever respond. Cause by the time I like, okay, I should respond to that. There's like 40 messages. And I'm like, you know what? Wow. We have a great community. They took care of that. Like <laughs> just going to go ahead and not bother them. Yeah. I think it's the number of servers, right? Cause I found yeah, once yeah. I figured out I should be there, right. I, I have the game makers guild, which is the Boston play testing group. I have this one. I have first feel online. I joined break my game and then immediately like was scared and never talked to anyone. I'm part yeah, of I'm the, uh... it. Cause I needed to ask Matt a question one time. They're like, Oh, go to break my game. So I did it. They answered my question like immediately. Cause they're amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then I just muted the server and never went back. 
Yeah. And I, I get annoyed when those servers like tag everyone and I'm like, I don't want your thing. Yes. Yeah. I've got the game crafter. I've got some other board game yes. design group. And I just like, now there's too many of them. They scroll past the edge of my screen on discord. And I'm like, I don't, I will never mm. find the ones that are past the fold. I, you know, you can shuffle those. Like you can grab them and yes, drag them. I I've have managed them to... dragged so that only the ones I care about are at the top. Yeah. So like at mine is like BTG. And then, like, Proto Spiel Online is, like, I think the second one. And then the one for the farm game I play. <laughs> and then, like, and they're all muted, right? Like, yeah. I want to be able to go out and be a part of them. But I don't want to have to, like, feel like I have to add to the conversation. Because I don't want to, like, like half-ass add to a conversation, right? Like, yeah. I want to be a part of it or not. Like, they don't need me just coming in and making jokes. Yeah. Um, I can do that on my own server, you know? So, yeah. But, I yeah, I, I found I need to get to know some people, right? So, like, the, the Tuesday call has helped me, like, meet yeah, this yeah. community. And, you know, I thought I was going to get bigger into the Game Crafter after I went to Protospiel Madison. But I just, it's still, I'm still really struggling sometimes to connect people in real life and people on a Zoom call and then mm -hmm. people and their, like, icon on Discord. And so, like, I met people yeah, at, yeah. like, PAX East that they were like, we've been chatting for months. And I was like, have we? <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Who are you? You could, somebody could literally just be telling you that, Emily. They might be lying to you. No, someone We're found friends. me on someone found me on Discord and was like, I had a great time chatting with you at Umpub. And I was like, awesome. I need a little help. And they sent me a picture of them. And I was like, yes, I do. Yes, we are friends. And great. I can yeah. connect you now, the Discord person with your face. And I met you in person. And like, this is the best. Uh, but all this makes me feel very old, right? Uh, but right, right. you know, but I, I'm 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 okay at this stuff. I do like Slack and stuff at work, right? right? I, oh, I, I tried Slack and then I didn't really care for it. And then Discord, I felt like worked better for me. Mm -hmm. um, but some people I know use Slack. Some people use Discord. Like some people use Google Drive. Some people use Notion. And I'm just like, I I don't have the capacity to do all those things. I can either be really bad at a lot of things. Or moderately okay at one or two things like those are that's that's my limit you know yeah. so i focus on being moderately okay at those one or two things and um and yeah so that really for me is it's the best i can do yeah uh, yeah and i feel bad like with our discord like i feel like i don't always add enough i mean you know like i own the discord right i mean mm -hmm. i own the server but whatever <laughs> but like i mean it's like i feel responsible for it right um and uh and like, I just, um, I, I feel like, like when I'm adding stuff like, oh, hey, I'm working on this. Can I have feedback on this? But like, I feel like I'm not always providing feedback. I try to, but like by the time I get to provide feedback, like 20 people have provided feedback. Um, and frankly, they probably provided better feedback. I've never seen somebody not provide what I was thinking. They, it, and then also provide stuff that was way better than what I was thinking. So like, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, well, I, I have ventured into the unknown and I actually started my own Discord server. It's got like all like six of us who are interested in following my games, but it's a couple people that I, you know, met at like Unpub and PAX East and like Dave Masnato is there. Uh, and so I'm like, yeah, this is where I'm going to post stuff and like build up a, a community. It's a thing we're totally going to do. Uh, and so, Yeah. <laughs> If anyone gonna, wants to join my server, feel free. I heard you made the Discord, and I was so worried about having to join it and have to follow it that I, I just invited you to be a co-host because then I didn't have to worry about. It. <laughs> I'm 
kidding. <laughs> it's from my newsletter, which I'm sure you also get. I I I have I have maybe gone too many channels. I'm I'll, You know what? I narrow that down. <laughs> I never did a newsletter. I was always like, why do game designers do newsletters? And then somehow I signed up for Jonathan Chaffer's newsletter. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how. And then it came through and I was like, oh, I signed up for this. I should like I signed up for the cardboard and I said omnibus and I, I very rarely read it. Yeah. Um, when I do, I'm always like, oh, yeah, this is really helpful. Uh, <laughs> I don't read it enough. <laughs> but anyway, so Jonathan Schaffer has this one and he sends out like updates. And he also on it like has puzzles that he created each month. Oh, wow. And I'm like, this is so fun. <laughs> so now I check it out every month. Uh, because it's really entertaining. So Jonathan, if you're listening, well done. You've managed to captivate my attention for more than a few minutes, which is frankly really hard to do. Uh, just ask most of the people in my family. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, man, the idea of that just like gives me like, I'm like, I would spend all month trying to come up with a good puzzle. Like I'd get no game design done because I was trying to like design a puzzle for the newsletter. Yeah, I, I'm working with Jonathan on something where he's helping design some puzzles and I won't uh I won't uh say what it's for, uh, but he uh is amazing. Like he's like, Oh, here's this puzzle book I have and here's all these different ideas. And he's like, This is easy, this is easy, and I'm like, is it? Like, cause it seems really hard. Um, but he's like, Oh yeah, no, this will be no problem. So uh he's amazing to work with, uh, and super smart. That's awesome. Oh, that makes me I gotta pitch our game more we got that awesome platformer game i need to get back out pitching that nice. try and move that i have to try and I have to try and set some pitches up for origins jonathan if you're listening don't let me forget that <laughs> <laughs> um so uh in addition to a bunch of small talk which is fun and yeah. my favorite thing in the world uh we were going to talk to about goals uh i had said to emily this is a topic we've covered so many times and every time we talk about it I find that we find some different information and some different ideas Um, And this kind of started as saying like, Hey, let's talk about Emily's goals as a game designer and what you're, you know, what you're hoping to get out of it. Um, And you said, I have a lot of feelings about, uh, about goals, goals like touching grass, Uh, but no (laughs) goals in general. Um, And uh, it really sounds like a euphemism for something like less good. I don't does think it, it, like, it's not meant it, kindly, right? It's kind of right. like, it's, it's like a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little like, okay, boomer, I think. Right. It's yeah. a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So Anyways. we're going to talk about goals. Um, yeah. Specifically, we're going to start talking about, like I said, about your goals as a game designer. Uh, I am also Googling right now, go touch grass. Cause I really <laughs> want to know what the technical, uh, what does go touch grass mean? Um, it means go outside, touch grass, go touch some grass. Uh, it comes from Know Your Meme notes. Oh, it. oh Urban good. Dictionary came in 2021. So this is new stuff. Like this is new stuff. This is uh, this is cutting edge. Pandemic era. Then again, I say 2021, and frankly, that's two that years could ago. be. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's all right. It may have been like a fleeting thing. Like I probably read it in some like, like the Washington post where they're like, kids these days are saying these (laughs) phrases, right? What's wrong with these kids? (laughs) Why are they so stupid? (laughs) Why are they so obsessed with grass? Yeah. Why are millennials ruining this? I'm proud uh, to be um, a millennial who's ruining everything. I will happily ruin it for us all. 
um, and hopefully make it better. I'm planning to ruin it to make it better. I'm not just planning to ruin it. Uh, I just, yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, goals. I have, I have strong thoughts on goals. I have so well, many thoughts on goals. Start, start with your strong thoughts on your own personal goals around game design. All right. Um, Let's go with that. Yeah. So when you first gave me this prompt, I like, it sent me into a little bit of like, a, oh my God, ah, why can't I answer this question? Uh, and, you know, so it's incredibly hard to be specific about yeah. what you want your goals to be and what your goals are. Well, it's hard. So, so even then, let's philosophically, let's, let's take a step back and look at goals. Uh, <laughs> so goals are great, right? They give you something to focus on. They give you a, a milestone, right? That you're headed for. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a problem with goals and I don't know if this is a me problem or this is more than me, which is that I think sometimes they focus you too much, right? They lock mm -hmm. me in on something and they don't leave room for that goal becoming sort of overcome by events, right? So mm -hmm. I, I particularly have a problem if I sort of publicly declare a goal, I want to get to X, Y, Z, mm -hmm. and then I don't achieve it because who doesn't, who feels good about not achieving a goal? Nobody feels good about it. Um, right. But once you said it to everyone, everybody's like, remember that one time Emily said she was going to achieve this goal? She never did. She never did. So you she know, abandoned it. literally no one says that. <laughs> I've declared so many things I was planning to do on this podcast. It never happened. No one's ever called me out on any of them. They might be thinking about it, but I, my guess is they literally just don't remember. Uh, and I don't either. Uh, and that's a very fair point. And maybe I'm being a little too me centric with this focus on goals. But like, you know, I, it doesn't feel great to me to not achieve a goal. And so I of find course, that yeah. if I've, if I've set a real specific goal, I, I may hold on to it for longer than I should. Oh, that's interesting. That's right? different than I thought you were going with this. Yeah, it's, it doesn't, for me, that sort of promise that I make to other people can sometimes lock me into wanting to achieve it because I, I sort of said I was going to do this thing. Yeah. Uh, so I like to hold goals lightly. Uh, mm -hmm. And, and I like to give myself a whole lot of wiggle room. Right. So I know people love smart goals, right. Uh, Specific, measurable, yep. attainable. Yep. Are realistic. Realistic. I looked it up before. Yeah. I was like, I can never remember trackable. R. Trackable? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's timely. Time, timely. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, duh, because trackable and measurable, pretty right. much the same thing. <laughs> well, you said attainable and I thought it was actionable. So I. Oh, yeah. it might be. I, it, I, have, I don't know. I don't know. I was literally just, I never understood the smart goal thing. I mean, I understand it, but I don't, I don't care for it. Yeah. Um, you know, what else can help you though with that is just setting goals, publicly being honest about it and then just failing at them. No, I'm serious. Yeah. Like that is, yeah. that is a way to fix that too, of not just like, you can try and be flexible and give yourself wiggle room and say like, I'm gonna do this probably within this time and do that. Like, or you can say, this is my plan. I'm going to do this. And then you can just not do it. Like you just fail at that. And that's yeah. perfectly okay. Either one of those is are perfectly okay. And they that's just probably feel a, not okay. Yeah. That's probably a journey that I'm on that maybe I'm not quite... I, yeah, I know. I it's used advanced. to right, but sorry, I interrupted. Tell me no, about your your no, go wiggly ahead. goals. <laughs> uh, well, but I think the other thing about them is that I see goals as being nested, right? 
Um, and this is sort of like, so I may have a very high, big, squishy, like, I want to do this thing. And it looks something like that. Um, and it helps me then to break it down into smaller goals, right? So like, if we're to talk about game design goals, right, like, my high level goal is I'm, I'm interested in doing something in this field professionally, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I don't know quite what that is, right? So it right, might be right. full-time game designer. It could be game developer. It could be a rule book editor who does game design uh, as well, right? It mm -hmm. could be mm -hmm. in publishing. I do a lot of project management and logistics and things like that, right? Yeah, so yeah. that is, And that is a skill that people look for a lot. The worst thing you can, the least marketable thing you can be in the game design world is a game designer. <laughs> It is. I mean, like, yeah. I, I, it's funny when you think about it, but it's true because it's uh, this. Okay. Don't come at me, but this it's, it's the easiest job of anyone's job in this community. Right. Mm -hmm. And the reason I say it's easiest is because like as a game designer, you can put as much into it as you want to. Right. Yeah. Like, and that can be a lot. That can be a little, you can be the type of person that makes a game perfect and then sells it. You can be the type of person that makes a really good idea and then sells it. And then it gets developed, right? And those are both completely fine, um, but they're different. But mm -hmm. when you are a logistics person or a marketing person, you have, or developer, like you have smart goals <laughs> that you have to follow <laughs> to keep your job, right? You know, yeah. like that's just how that works. If you're a full-time game designer for a company, same. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of full-time game designers for companies are also developers. I think that's kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that that is more of an interchangeable term than it probably should be in some of those instances. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think there's a lot of places that I could go and yeah, to your point of like, I, I, again, and don't, nobody come at me for this. Right. But like ideas are everywhere, right? Everyone has ideas. Only some people are going to have the time and effort and, you know, stick to itiveness to like turn mm -hmm. that idea into right. a game that works right um but that's yeah, still yeah. a lot of people and you know i know there's like is, yeah. thousands of games that are you know published every year mm -hmm. but there's there's probably more than a thousand people trying to design games at any given time tens of thousands of people right like that. but here's the good news you are ahead and i mean this in a positive way of 90 percent of those people if yeah. not more right i mean that's the thing when you talk about like the stick -to and being willing to work on things longer You've made it a year. You've proven that you are willing to take an idea. You're willing to have crappy ideas and throw them away. <laughs> yes. You're willing to have good ideas and follow them. You're willing to have good ideas and say, maybe that's not as good as I thought it was and rethink it, right? Yeah. Um, those are all the things that separate people who are going to stay in game design from people who will leave game design. I want to really quick point out that I'm in no way talking about people who used to be on this podcast. Yeah, I'm saying people who like, start to work on it and then and then say like this just isn't was isn't what i thought it was you know what i mean right. or or you know the person who's been working on one game for like 10 years that they really enjoy working on but they're not going to get that game published right. and i don't mean that as a bad thing right no. i talked about that woman before who right. i see at thing events where she has this one game and she's in love with this game and she loves sharing it with people but it, it's never going to get published it's not that type of game and that's totally fine yeah. Um, so I guess when I say ahead of, I mean, like in your goals, you are ahead mm -hmm. of them. If their goal is to get that game published, you are far more likely, I think, than they are to achieve that goal. 
I, I want to say one thing about Wiggly Goals, though, that yeah. is a is why I had to switch from Wiggly Goals to saying the goals and sometimes just failing. Mm-hmm. And this is a personality thing. So this may not hold true for you because, again, goals, you know, some people's smart goals are like the shiz, right? Do people still say that? The shiz? I don't think they do. I don't um, know. <laughs> we're just all the cool terms that no one uses. <laughs> Swag. I don't know. Chuggy? Chuggy? Oh, chuggy. Yeah, no, no. Chugi. We have. I feel like I was having a conversation about this the other day with someone, but I think it was like four years ago. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that means like cliche or lame or boring or basic. Might be basic. It's, I'm not it's, sure. It's like basic. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, um, <laughs> Wiggly Goals. So here was yeah. my problem with Wiggly Goals was I, uh, as a person, uh, a neurodivergent person with like OCD and stuff, like for me, if I can give myself an out of a situation... I can rationalize and out to that situation, right? Yeah. So what happens then is like, so if I say to myself, like, here's my goal with this game or this bigger thing or this podcast or whatever, um, I'm going to, this is the goal, but I'm going to either do this or this or this. Um, and I'm going to do this ex- unless this happens, you know, and I give myself too many caveats, right? And yeah. I make it too amorphous. And then it's easier for me to just be like, oh, well, that didn't work because of one of these reasons, right? Yeah. I, I pivoted. Um, and sometimes that was true. And sometimes that was that was BS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it had to become more, again, not a smart goal, but at least the specific part to say, this is my plan. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, and well, I still will fail a decent percentage of the time to actually accomplish that. I'm more likely to because I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I would like to do it by this time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, for me, that makes a difference. Um, If you're not the type of person that says I want an out so that like, it sounds like what you're saying is I want an out because I don't like to publicly say I will do this. And then I don't do it. Um, So it feels like you want an out for that reason. Whereas I want an out. I was giving myself an out so I could just not do it if I changed my mind. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, I want to be able to change my mind of, you know, that this end goal wasn't the be all end goal. Um, and to to make that without the sort of, I've got my own thing about like, oh, I don't like abandoning goals. Um, so if I can morph the goal based on my changed direction that I want to go, that feels a little better. So mm-hmm. I actually have... Um, I have a structure for goals uh, that oh. I use <laughs> that a friend of mine. Uh, I came really up hope with. that it's. I really hope it's it's stupid. It's not. Not the idea is stupid, but instead of smart, you use the acronym stupid. <laughs> no, but the, we should work on that. We should work on that. We should like publish a book and go on a speaking tour because this is. Stupid I mean, goals. yeah. <laughs> stupid goals. I'm in. I'm in. Let's do Jason that. Jason and Emily, motivational speakers, like. Business, business uh, advisors. Yeah. The name of this episode, Go Touch Grass and Other Stupid Goals. <laughs> but stupid has to be you. all caps. It's done. Absolutely. Yes. As long as stupid is all caps like in acronyms, <laughs> we'll get there. I'll, I'll text you later with some ideas of what it can, what it can mean. I can, I can backronym all day here. Uh, so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Wow. So, all right. So the, the structure is, it's like a three-part structure right? Where it starts with in order to, and then you put some big unmeasurable goal, right? In order to, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, find a professional footing in the game design industry, Mm -hmm. right? 
Uh, and then you you pick a time period, right? This year, this quarter, this month, right? I'm going to do X, right? So I'm going to, uh, this year, I'm going to get my game, a game signed somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, you know, as measured by, and you can put in some of that smart stuff, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, as so, measured by whether or not I got a game signed. Right. That... <laughs> yeah. So, so that one's maybe not the best example. Uh, but like we use this, at, like I use this at work, right? When it's like mm -hmm. this year, I'm going to work towards getting a promotion by showcasing my leadership right. as yeah. measured by staying under budget right or like something like that right so it's yeah it comes from my corporate world uh mm -hmm. but it for me it helps of sort of like i can have big the big thing doesn't change right the mm -hmm. big thing is i'm trying to figure out how game design fits in my life right i've got an inkling mm -hmm. that it may be professionally but maybe it's just a side hustle maybe it's a a a hobby that takes up a lot of time and I love, right? Maybe it's uses the community, money, you know, right? <laughs> what did you just say? Uses <laughs> up all your money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all, all of that. Uh, and so, you know, that can be sort of like the North Star that like, mm -hmm. when you readdress this goal, you can like, all right, is it is it still sort of that way? Cool, maybe I tweak it a little bit, but it doesn't change all that much. And so, mm -hmm. but it's not very specific, right? So then I can start breaking it down, which is what I love to do, right? So so like this past year started with the goals of like, can I make a game? Can mm -hmm. I make a game that I like? Can I make right. a game that someone else likes, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And and I sort of do this, like, I like this sort of like exploratory journey where the questions are really, what can I do? And do I do I want to do it, right? Once I've done it, do I, mm -hmm. did I like that? And I want to do more. Uh, and, and, uh, if yes, great, let's figure out what the next step is. And if not cool, then I won't do that anymore. Or I'll find a way to outsource it or find a buddy who can do it with me. Right, 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 right. Um, and, and so, you know, that's sort of been, that's sort of been my, my process. And I, and I think the trick on that question of what can I do is less about what can I do now, right? Mm -hmm. And what do I think is actually achievable at some point with with hard work, right? So right, right. I don't know, like five to eight years ago, years ago at this point, probably eight years ago, I started doing um, circus arts uh, in like my free time and mm -hmm. I could not do any of the things, right? You need to be able to like climb to the ceiling on this piece of fabric. And I was like, oh. And then I had a heart attack halfway up and died. <laughs> and like the first day, right? You like, you squeeze the silk so tight. You like, you have arthritis in your hands because you're like, your knuckles swell, right? And like, right. so, but like, I knew I wanted to perform a piece at some point. And I think mm -hmm. it took me five years to get there. But like, just because I couldn't do it on the first day didn't mean that I think I couldn't do it at right. all. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so that question of, can I do this to me has the shading of like, is this possible at some point? Now I have also right. answered the question. I will probably never be in Cirque du Soleil. That is not going to be, I, right. I don't have that flexibility. I don't have that strength and I don't have, I don't have the time and motivation to, to make that happen for myself. Right. Right. right? right, right. Um, so that's where I did find a limit of, I, 
I probably can't do this thing, right? Right, right. Um, and do you want to put the time in for that? You know, exactly, like, right? That's, I mean, that is the big thing. Is like, what do you want to invest your time in? Right? Yes. Because yes. if it's if it's you know, I, I went through that with like learning how to merge my hobbies. Like when I'm like, I want to, I want to write these stories. I've got these cool stories. I want to do them. And being like, you know what? I can make that a solo RPG, uh, like a journaling game. And that I've done that. Then I've written that story. Yeah. You helped me write it. It was way easier than writing an actual like novel or something. Mm-hmm. And I still got to, I still got to put that story into the world and feel good about it. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 Um something around that i wanted to ask you um oh i so i was gonna say i really like the kind of the really the big you know amorphous overarching goal right like if that like i think that is that makes a lot of sense of saying like i have this huge goal it's not super specific but this is what i'm working towards can i do this someday right Mm -hmm. um i think that's cool yeah i think that that is did my understanding that correctly yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's great. That's not no, what I said. But... No, that's that's absolutely it, right? <laughs> and then and so then I've been trying to like break that down into like smaller actions, right? So one right. is about uh honing my craft, right? And mm-hmm. and figuring out how do I build skills and what skills do I need to build? And so I've got some goals around uh I'm going to try and play all these games that are in my game shelf that mm-hmm. I haven't played mm-hmm. mostly for like study reasons right yep. and yep. get out to places where i can play other published games because despite the fact that i play lots of games as soon as i started game design and someone's like oh so have you played da 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 right as they're giving mm-hmm. you feedback and i'm like write that down no right, i haven't right, right. i can't believe i haven't does played it, does it boggle your mind how often the answer is no what game is that well okay <laughs> that that's good to know because i thought it was just me no oh no 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 <laughs> like, no i, I like, it drives me crazy like not like I'm not upset with these other game designers, but the fact that other game designers to be like, oh, this reminds me of this, 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 and this. You should try this and that. And I'm like, how? How do you know that? Like, I have played more games than most anyone outside of the game design community that I know. I have played more games than them. Yeah. But within the community, I feel like I'm like, what game is that? Uh, what what game? Like, yeah. I and, always feel really dumb. Yeah, and I will say I've run into uh, I've run into a couple people who did the sort of like if you don't play at least 50 new published games every year, you're, you shouldn't even be in game design. And I'm like, you know yeah. what? I don't have time for that. So you know what that I person don't... should do? <laughs> Touch grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Their goals are stupid and not in the good way. Yes. Um, actually, I mean, playing stupid. 50 games a year is actually a great goal. It's just oh, like, yeah. it's, it really comes back to like, when somebody says that, if you are playing, if you're not playing 50 games a year, you shouldn't even be doing this. What I hear there is is BS statements like everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Complete yeah. and total lie. Untrue. I remember the first time I heard that and I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. We do. And then I was like, oh, we don't. Wait a minute. This is this is crap. We don't have the same 24 hours. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but it's not the same thing I'm stuck doing. So like that really... Um, that was actually one of the that was one of the statements that became very eye opening for me of like understanding other people and being like, oh wow, no, mm-hmm. because that was one where I was like, I don't feel like I have that, yeah. and then I was like, oh, and there are people that have it way worse than that. Oh gosh, you know, yeah. um, I grew up very sheltered, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> very small town, very sheltered. Um, here's a question for you: like when you, um, this isn't a trap. But I do have some thoughts like when you are uh, thinking about like when you so you achieve this goal of like doing your your show, your performance. Right. Mm-hmm. 
how did you feel after that? Like not immediately, like immediately after I'm guessing you were like, yeah, I did it. How yeah. did you feel like the next day? Like, how did you feel about that? Addicted. Right. That, okay. Okay. Yeah. That sort of like, and, and to be clear, I love performance, right? I love, I love singing. I love dancing. I love, um, I will get up and give a PowerPoint presentation all day. I love it. Right. Like it I am, like you'd be very interesting at that. <laughs> I, I would love to like if I could be just like a give te- gives TED talks right like I'm like I'm here for this I I will spend all day preparing them and I will give wonderful TED talks um, <laughs> I don't have a great topic stupid goals that's gonna be my TED yeah, talk yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but so yeah I I feel for me right when something was exciting and great you feel I feel right um, excited that I did it proud right there's always something mm-hmm. that didn't go the way that I wanted um accomplished but also you know there's a there's always a little bit of like huh okay so it's done huh <laughs> right interesting so so afterwards you were like i want to do this again like you're yeah. like i want to do this again. Yeah, yeah yeah and for me like so there are two types of goals i'll just say to, to be super super simple in life mm-hmm. that i've accomplished uh like so g- there's game design goals and that's always like i want to get a game published right yeah and I remember the first time I got a game published and I was like, well, I mean, I self-published that. I mean, sure, I did a Kickstarter and I raised the money, but I, that doesn't count, right? And then after that, I was like, I'm going to get a game signed. And then I got a game signed and it was signed by somebody I knew who was mm-hmm. like, they chose me to be their first thing, which was a huge honor. But yeah. I was like, oh, but I knew that guy. That doesn't count, right? Mm-hmm. And so I kept saying that to myself over and over again. And it was really disheartening. Um, but like once I got beyond that, I really got to the point where now when I sign a game, um uh when i like sign the game i'm like okay awesome now let's do it again like that is i understand that addiction to that right yeah um but the other types of goals if i set a big goal right like uh my big goal is i'm going to you know i'm I'm going back to school i'm going to graduate uh and when i do i'm gonna feel really good uh for a couple days And then I'm preparing myself for the fact that, which is is like three years away, but like, I'm going to feel like garbage Mm. Um, because when I accomplish a big goal, I almost always immediately feel like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Right now, granted with the school thing, it's like, well, now I go, you know, start working in my field and earning my hours that I need to get licensed fully. So, I mean, there's Mm. that. Right. But like, you know, um, people talking about being like Olympic gold medalists. Right. Yeah. Or like heavyweight champions or whatever. Like, and they say when I achieved my goal, I felt like crap afterwards because I was excited for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, well, gosh, I've been working for years to do that. And now I'm done. Like, what am I going to do now? Right. Um, and Simon Sinek talks about this idea of the infinite goal where you can just keep rolling your goal. And I feel like that's kind of what you're doing with the, I just want to do this next thing now. Right. Like let's celebrate and then let's do it again. Right. Um, you know, I, I used to do independent films and, and when I would finish one, I'm like, all right, let's do the next one. Right. Um, but you know, when I did the last one and it ended up taking like nine years to finish because so many things just went wrong and it's a long story. Like I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. Like it was done. And I was like, it's done. And immediately I was like, gosh, that was a lot of time for that to get mm. to the point that it was done. And we missed a ton of opportunities because it took so long and it kind of missed its moment when it would have really hit and been probably, probably received even you know better. 
Like, and all of those things were because we failed at a goal, even though we succeeded. Right. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's, that's the, to me is the tricky business about goals. Uh, and why I wish all goals could be stupid goals because that just feels good. Right. Like the mm -hmm. idea that like I accomplished this one. Um, Ooh, D do it again. Nice. Like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know what <laughs> stupid is, but D should be do it again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I, uh, yeah, I think your, your statement about the sort of infinite goals resonates with me a lot because I do feel like I like to set shorter term goals because I just feel like it's a it's a journey right and I think if I have a single destination I, I don't know I'm worried that I would feel that way right like I hit the mm -hmm. destination and then where do you go and I you know some of this for me is I don't know how you felt you know sort of growing up but I felt a little I was on a conveyor belt, right? Like I did, I went to school and then I went to college and then I got the mm -hmm. job that was in yeah. the degree. And then I found the grad program and I did the grad program and then I got the next job. Right. And, um, there was always those moments. Like I, I think I may have gone to grad school. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Right. But I may have had a little bit of like, what am I? You didn't to go do? to grad. Do you not no, know if you sorry. went to grad no. school? I, mean, That's I, didn't, I didn't finish that sentence. I may have gone to grad school in a little bit of a, uh, shoot what should i do next probably go to grad right. school right 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 um, i have a friend who every time they graduate they just re-enroll for the next degree yeah. and they would like admit it i think if somebody asked them like i'm just a forever student because i just i just really like that so yeah. i'm just gonna keep doing that and I'm like good for you like that's great they spend half their time like training around the world in martial arts and then the other half that's of their time cool. writing really weird papers for their for now a doctorate like but that's cool. um but if that's, you know, what does it for them? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The conveyor belt thing, that's like, I think a lot of people do that, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you graduated. Well, now you got to go to college. Oh, well, right. now you got to do this. Now you got to you know? get the job. Now you got to get the house. Right. Got to, you know, do that. Right. Like, I mean, it's, it, it was, I don't know. I, at some point I sort of was like, stop the ride. I want to get off. Right. Right. Uh, right. But I, I, you know, I, I did not, I did not get off the ride. I kept my job and I, you know, <laughs> continued right. to advance in the career ladder. Uh, but I've also just sort of stepped back from, I was like, what's really important to me, right? What do I care about? What do I want to yeah. make sure I can do? And how do I, how do I keep it sort of rolling forward and, and not, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't like setting like a five-year plan. I, for me, five years is too long. Who knows what I'm going to want to do in five years? Right. Yeah, right. Like kind of set a five day plan. What's that going to be like? <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so for me having, again, having a North star that I'm like, we're going this direction. Mm -hmm. What's mm -hmm. the sort of uh, next best thing I can do to move that forward. And then because I have, you know, such a big North star, there's a whole bunch of things, right? So like I said, there's hone my craft, there's uh, you know uh, actually build something there's work mm -hmm. on building my network there's work on uh finding community right there's work on exploring the other skills that go into this like i mentioned i'm actually very interested in rule book design and mm -hmm. writing i've enjoyed communication design good for you because a lot of people are not interested in that so that's we need more people like you that are like this sounds fun yeah i mean and i'd like to do it for someone else's game because i think <laughs> right, right. you know doing it for mine is a little bit like Am I doing a good job? I don't know. Maybe the game is just bad. <laughs> so like I need a 
I need a, I need a, someone else's game to uh, try and write their rules for. Uh, but yeah, I just, I, I love having some choices um, and, and having some shorter time frames uh, that don't necessarily hinge everything on, you know, whether I completed this goal perfectly or not. But like, did I move myself forward? I think is really the question right. I like to ask, right? Was this a step forward? And that's, and that's kind right. of the, the point of the goal, right? Is to give you in those moments where you're like, should I do X or should I do Y? Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. point back at it and be like, well, X moves me forward and Y is a distraction. So I will right. not do right. Y, I will do X instead. Oh, I have, yeah, so two thoughts I have on that yeah. specifically. One were, yeah, like I agree with you on, on both those things. This is just the way that I look at it, which is pretty similar, um, I think. But, you know, when I when I have a big goal, I don't, I used to, when I had, like, when I, when I was like a, like head of like a division of like people, like mm -hmm. at my last job, like I, like I had to be very like, this is the goal. And this is how we're going to chop that goal into little tiny pieces mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody does their part. Right. And then we get to where we need to go. Right. Um, and that was like, that was a big deal. That was, that was, I had to do that. And I, I hated that because I don't like breaking down the details so detaily mm -hmm. um, because I think that there becomes a point where it's just too, you can't, it's like when somebody makes a project plan, right? And like, and they like, they do, they detail everything. And then like three days later, like everything's out of date because nothing is in compliance with what you said it was going to be because yep. it's just, it's not how the world works. Right. Yeah. Um. So like, so I found ways to like, make it like, these are the 50 things that has to happen and this is maybe the groupings that they need to happen in approximately. Right. And here's things that if this doesn't happen, then, then these things can't happen. Right. Trying to stage it out that way. Right. Yeah. Without having to be like, okay, A through Z, it's like ABCD, but F can't happen until ABCDE is, you know, until like E has happened, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but like, so in my personal life or my game design life now, I focus my goals more on like, um, here's a big goal. And then just saying to myself, like, I need to work on this. I do not want to work on this. Mm -hmm. What part of this do I feel like working on? And then working on that. Yeah. Um, and what I used to do is I used to say, I'm working on seven games. I don't want to work on games one through six. So I'm going to work on game seven for a while. I was like, no, I'm going to work on game eight. And that was bad um, <laughs> because then you just keep coming up with ideas. Right. And I got into some habits around designing and pitching that made that it, it it made that habit way worse because mm. it made it easier for me to make excuses of like I got into the thing where there were some mass market companies that would be looking for pitches and they I would get an email and then I would just like dive into those and just try to do the pitches for all of those and it just was unhelpful right because yeah. like those weren't the things that I needed to do like the it, most of them all but like one or two of them I never even panned out like past the first stages. But I spent weeks and months on these things, right? So instead, I try to say like, okay, I'm working on this game today. This is this is my goal right now. What part of it can I work on that would be enjoyable? And some days that's building a graphic design piece. And other days that is doing a different thing. Um, and when I know that like I really have hit something that I'm loving, which is the game I'm working on with Kelly right now, all of it sounds like fun. I want to do all those things to move it forward. Yeah. And then I have to actually throttle myself to say, no, like you're doing it to not like choke myself to be clear, like, sure. Like throttle back. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's really weird that those two words are the same. Anyways. <laughs> um, 
like I have to kind of slow down and say, all right, let's focus on this thing today. Cause I know you want to do all the things, Jason, but this is the thing that's most important. Now let's just focus on this. Cause you want to work on it anyways. Um, and that's been really helpful. Uh, but I do try to break those goals down. Um, the other thing I always use to remind myself, uh, and this is, this is like a silly thing that I don't think I've talked about this before, but like, I'm a big quote person. Like I'm a big, like motivated by quotes. Yeah. Um, and so there's two quotes that I always, I use to motivate myself. Uh, and one is super simple. It's, it's on my monitor. It's always on my monitor. And it just says, what am I doing with today? Um, and that is because that came from a person. I don't remember who said it, but it was like, people are talking about like, what am I doing with my life? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's such a big question. It's stupid. Like you can't answer that question, but like, what am I doing with today? Like, what am I going to do right now today to work towards the things I want? Right. Um, but then you were talking about the distractions, right. And how it's so easy to get distracted. And, and another quote that, uh, comes from, I think my favorite poem ever, uh, that I use as a reminder, uh, of what distractions are is a Robert Frost poem, uh, stopping by woods in a snowy evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the last stanza of it is, um, the woods are lovely, dark and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. And to me, uh, the woods that are lovely, dark and deep are all these distractions, right? That might be the internet. That might be some social <laughs> media thing that might be anything, but the thing that I want to get done right now. Right. And they're lovely because they're fun and they're entertaining and they're distracting, but they're dark and deep because like, you know, especially if you're somebody like with a brain like mine, like it is, it's a rabbit hole, right? And I'll yeah. spend hours reading about some island somewhere, like it's some random place. I mean, the, the things I could tell you about some random places around the world, like Bubatoya, which is the most uh, uh, isolated island in the, in the world. Uh, like I could tell you way too much about that. And it's because like I kind of dive into these rabbit holes where I just like, do that, right? <laughs> and so anyways, uh, like those distractions are fun, but they stop you. And, you know, and I remind myself of the goals I've set, right? I have promises to keep. Sometimes those are goals I have for myself. Uh, and uh, and that is sometimes it's goals I've set for, you know, to help other people. And then the miles to go where I sleep is obviously just like I have to get those. I mean, I have to get those done before I can call it a day, right? Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cheesy, but like for me, that has been like super duper as a good reminder uh, mm -hmm. that I keep hanging around so I can see it. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Those are the things that I use to motivate myself and remind myself when I'm getting distracted of like, hey, dum dum, you need to focus on your stupid goals and get this stuff done, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being highly distractible is really really difficult yeah. when it comes to um you know when it comes to trying to focus on getting things done and you know um and and when you're a game designer if you are like you are or i am or most of us are we don't work for someone right yeah like you know today i had a publisher say hey jason can you redo these files for me and like 10 minutes later i was like there you go because i was like i'll drop everything and quick do that for you because you're paying me uh, and you <laughs> so have that's a deadline. super important yeah, yeah. right um, but it's harder when you're managing yourself, right. Yeah. And saying like, I need to work on this today. Um, and we don't always have it in us, right? Like we just don't always have it in us to do those things. Yeah. And I, I know I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but yeah, well, you know, I try to, I try to match like my energy level. Like there are days when I'm like, you know what the thing I need to do right now is sit in front of the TV and like, just bang out these cards. Right. Like there's nothing right, right. thoughtful yeah. in it. I'm just the right. But I think for me as someone 
newer, right? I'm still trying to hone my radar on prioritization, right? So what's going to, what's going to be the biggest bang for my buck, right? In terms of my time. And I think Mm -hmm. even, you know, recently I'm like, huh, maybe I've been spending, you know, I've been, I've been burning the candle at both ends and maybe some of what I've been doing with that time hasn't actually been useful. Right. But I feel like because I've set myself up with this like big nebulous goal and then these smaller sub goals, there's just so many plates to keep spinning. Right. So like, there are. like yeah. if I had to give you my like sub sub categories, right. It's, it's honing my craft, right. It's building my knowledge of the industry and how it works. Right. Mm-hmm. It's building a reputation in the, in the industry mm-hmm. and a, mm-hmm. a network. Right. Um, it's figuring out, which parts of these things I actually like, <laughs> right? What's the, what's the part that I fit into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so all of those things, right, at any moment, I can be like, well, I could work on building reputation and network right now, or I could go hone my craft by working on this game, or I could go build my knowledge by playing that other game that's on my shelf, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I could um, go outside and see the sun and hang out with my partner because, you know, life. <laughs> right. 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 Um, so, you know, I think trying to figure that out, because I, I think I'm a person who gets a bit fixated. Right. I die oh, yeah. when I dive yeah. in, I dive in deep. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's try- and it's trying to dive into the right thing. Right. Yeah. That's what's difficult, like is making sure that you're focusing and diving in on the right, the right thing that's going to help you move forward uh with those yeah you know yeah it reputation gosh we should do a whole episode about that yeah like i have never seen an industry this is not a this is not a criticism but i've never seen an industry more concerned about reputation than the game design industry um we are like you live and die in this industry uh at least with with all the people that i care about Uh (laughs) on your reputation right um and it is so easy to blow that yeah um and frankly i the fact that i haven't like screwed up like in the past like 574 episodes enough to do that is shocking (laughs) to me um because you know like you put yourself out there right like i'm always afraid that like i'm gonna just be dumb or wrong you know um so so yeah i mean i think that building your own reputation is like obviously the cool thing about that is building a reputation as a, compared to building a following, right? Because they're right. they're they're intertwined, but they're very distinct things. Building your reputation, like you can multitask that just by being in the industry and being good and yeah. being you know a, a good force rather than a, a negative one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, not tweeting crazy things about like how you're awesome when you work with publishers and stuff. And uh, and uh, if you want more information about that, check out Cardboard Edison's Omnibus uh, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, and, yeah. you know, uh, I know that had us all a buzz. Check. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. Um, it's true. So, like, I think reputation is so important, so important um, because because people in most industries, in many industries, I won't say most, but in many industries want to work with people who believe what they believe and who care about what they care about and who hold the same values. Right. I mean, that's, and that's, that's a great thing. Um, and in the game design industry, it is very, very much that. Yeah. So 
Um, I think one of the cool things about that is I think that it helps all of us who are concerned about that focus on how to live up to that, right? And how to live up to that standard and to keep, you know, living up to the reputation we want to have. Yeah. Um, even on the bad days when sometimes it's, it, it may be feel more difficult because everybody has bad days, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, everybody has days when they just need to go take a walk and, uh, yeah. and close down their computer. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I know that's not what we're talking about, but I, I think reputation is so key um, and so important. Yeah. And it's, it's something that, you know, I, it's not something that I, I felt like in my, you know, my, my career, right. That I, mm-hmm. you know, I built reputation by just doing good stuff. Right. Um, right, right. But, uh, I don't know. It's been, it's been really easy to network in this community. Right. I feel like it I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. building a bunch of people that I know really quickly. Um, and it just feels very, natural i think because i've run into so many great people right Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's something that you know i i want to be someone that people want to work with right and and hey you won me over you're on the podcast now (laughs) yay (laughs) um so but that that is that is an admirable goal and i think that is you know in the game design community that goal is um I mean, that says everything about your reputation, right? Because people don't want to work with somebody who they think is, is cruddy. Right? Yeah. I mean, they just don't. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. And they have a lot is, of choice. Uh, they, they, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who, who they could work with. Right. So. Right. Right. You know, and, um, and I think, you know, trying to put yourself out there as somebody that, you know, Hey, I want to work with these different people and stuff. That's hot. That's tough. And that's daunting. Uh, especially if you're not used to doing that. Like some people obviously are super comfortable with it and be like, Oh, let's just work together. You know? Um, like I'm not that person. Every time I reach out to someone to ask if they want to work on something, I'm always like, they're going to be like, who are you? What? I'm like, I've known you for like years. And they're like, what? No, mm, hard pass, hard pass. So I've never had someone say that. Yeah. I've had people say like, I can't like for reasons, yeah. even people I've worked with before where they're like, I can't now because of this thing. Um, but like every time I still am like, oh, they're going to be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. why would I want to do that? <laughs> so, so I don't know. Did I answer the question on game design you goals? Did. Okay. I was you like, literally just finished answering the question in that last section. And I feel okay. like, you know, it allowed us to kind of weave through, you know, you're, you're wanting to talk about bigger goals and, uh, yeah, I, I will always want to talk about goals. Um, because like just from listening to you talk about it, I, I have new ideas about, you know, goals and how to manage them in different ways. And, um, you know, and I feel like that was a little bit of a revelation on the kind of the infinite goals thing where you had said, like, I just felt addicted. Like I just wanted to to do it again, you know, and that, um, yeah, that feels, uh, that feels, uh, that feels good to think about it in that way. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Awesome. Well, hey, this was fun. You're yeah. fitting right in already. Look at us chatting over an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. Well, uh, listeners, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Of course you did, because it was great. But I do hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can, of course, go to buildingthegamepodcast.com. There you can find a link to our Discord. 
You can find us uh, by emailing us at buildingthegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter at PodcastBTG. I am at J.A. Slingerland. And Emily is at Tiandris. That is T-I-A-N-D-R-I-S. And, of course, the best way to find us is to just keep coming back every single week. And until next time, good night. Good night. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. Building the game, building the game with Jason and friends, with Jason and friends. The end of the episode, that's when it technically ends.